You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's hard to imagine how the first round of the NFL draft could have gone any better for the Chicago Bears. I still can't believe they got Justin Fields. This is Locked On Justin Fields, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and I'm here to bring you your daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. You can follow me on Twitter at CoxSports1. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnBears. You can like Locked on Bears on Facebook or join the Locked on Bears Facebook group for even more Bears talk. On the show today, all things Justin Fields. We react to the big Bears trade-up and the franchise quarterback of the future. We will hear from Justin Fields himself. A couple of quick quotes from his Zoom call with the media immediately after his draft pick. We will also hear from you, the listeners of this podcast, reacting to the Justin Fields pick via the Locked On Bears voicemail line. And of course, we'll break down all the immediate instant reaction you need to know about the new face of the franchise. I really didn't think Ryan Pace was going to pull it off. It was a best case scenario type situation and Everything just seemed to play into the Bears' hands to make that trade up without having to make the major trade up. They didn't have to completely mortgage their entire future to go get their quarterback the same way that the San Francisco 49ers did to move up to three for Trey Lance. I've already seen some Bears fans complaining that uh, that they gave up too much again to move up for a quarterback. But giving up one future first-round pick and a couple of spare day three draft picks is a steal for the Bears to get a quarterback of Justin Fields' caliber. He is legitimately perhaps the second best quarterback in this draft class. I stack him up right there with Zach Wilson. I think he's a step behind Trevor Lawrence, but I have enough concerns over Zach Wilson that you could have made the argument for me for the Jets to take Justin Fields at two still over Zach Wilson, and the Bears were able to land him at 11, and again, get the perfect quarterback for Matt Nagy. Incredibly accurate at Ohio State. And you've heard plenty of pre-draft criticism and knocks on Justin Fields, and most of that is just not based in reality of what we saw on the tape from him with the Buckeyes, that he's a one-read quarterback. And, you know, the people at Pro Football Focus, they chart quarterback progressions and quarterback accuracy and ball placement and precision as opposed to just completion percentage. And Justin Fields consistently measures out as the most accurate quarterback in this draft class and the best quarterback at moving past his first read. He's the most accurate and highest grade quarterback beyond his first read. We're not going to gloss over flaws and say Fields is this perfect quarterback prospect. And I think where you can criticize him in terms of the reads and going through a progression is not that he's just a one-read quarterback, but that he can be a little bit slow 
in his progressions that you know he wants to stick with that first read and wants to make that first receiver work and could maybe stand to get to the second and third a little bit faster. When he does get to the second and third, he is excellent. He is phenomenal. He's one of the top quarterbacks in this draft class for a reason. He makes beautiful throws downfield. That's the thing about the accuracy. It's not just the five-yard slant. It's not just the quick out route to the flat. It's the most accurate quarterback 30 yards downfield. The most accurate quarterback 15 yards downfield. The most accurate quarterback on throws beyond the sticks. And then you add in the mobility on top of that and it's a dream. I mean, it, Ohio State ran a lot of those run-pass options that Matt Nagy wants to run in Chicago. It's a recipe for success. And don't get his mobility mixed up. It's not that he is a run-first quarterback at all. Anybody trying to tell you he is a, a run-first quarterback or just a scrambling guy has not watched Justin Fields consistently play because he is a pocket quarterback, first and foremost. He actually he isn't as good throwing on the run as you might expect. I mean, you could consider that a weakness that the accuracy does go down a little bit more getting out of the pocket. He is a pocket first quarterback. And that's part of why you talk about maybe not going through the progressions as fast as you want. Maybe he doesn't leave the pocket sometimes as fast as you want. And of course, you know, he had some great talent around him at Ohio State as well. And the Bears are going to have to surround him with good talent as well. But it just feels like he can be everything that Matt Nagy wanted Mitch Trubisky to be, and he can be that makeup, that do-over for the 2017 NFL draft where he is your Deshaun Watson. It's not the same skill set. It's not exactly the same style of quarterback as Deshaun Watson. There's some differences there, but in terms of getting the right guy and getting the player that fits your offense and is almost the safest of the other guys in this conversation. I mean, he's he's safer than Trey Lance. We know more of what Fields can be. Lance has that ceiling. He's got the cannon arm, and he's got even more elite mobility and, and runnings out of the pocket and all those different things. But Fields is excellent. Doesn't guarantee that he's going to be a Pro Bowl Hall of Fame quarterback. There's always risk involved whenever you're drafting a quarterback. Even Trevor Lawrence, number one overall, is not a guaranteed smash success for the Jaguars at one. But if there's one quarterback I'm going to bet on for the Bears in this draft, it is Justin Fields. And all of a sudden, he represents hope. He represents optimism. He represents a future in Chicago at quarterback that we have not felt in quite some time. Even when Mitch Trubisky was drafted, there were some questions about, okay, there's there's optimism, there's potential, but it was one year of starting experience in North Carolina. There were more clear and obvious warts of like, okay, there's some risk here with him. And there were risks with all of the quarterbacks at the top of that draft. And there are risks with Justin Fields here as well. But it feels like the, the floor is higher with Fields right now than it was for Trubisky in 2017. And I like the ceiling too. And I think the fit is even better. And they didn't have to mortgage their future to get him. This is an A-plus move, an A-plus pick on really an A-plus day for Chicago Bears fans, with everything falling apart in Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers' future completely up in the air, it feels like not a changing of the guard, but you can feel the momentum of the NFC North and the powers really kind of shifting, or at least up in the air, that the hope not only comes from what the Bears now have, but what also is changing of the obstacles in their way. So it's really an exciting time for Bears fans, and you can feel some of that excitement 
when you hear the reaction of some of the listeners of the Locked On Bears podcast who called into our voicemail line next on Locked On Justin Fields. This episode is brought to you by 1010. No, that's not just the grade I give the Justin Fields draft pick 10 out of 10. No, 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. So if you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. On such a historic day in the Chicago Bears franchise, I wanted to bring you, the podcast listener, in on the fun and really capture some of the energy of draft night. So I opened up the Locked on Bears voicemail line for the first time in a while and sought out some of the reaction from you guys. The phone number is 312-620-8590. Of course, right now it's too late to get in on the action for this podcast, but throughout the offseason, we'll open it back up and kind of make this more of a two-way street again moving forward. But this was some of the best of the best we got in the voicemails from you guys reacting to the Justin Fields pick. We finally got a quarterback. He finally got one. Right when you think Pace couldn't he redeem himself, he finally redeems himself. Go Bears. Go Bears. The Bears just went from having possibly the worst quarterback in the division to at least the second best quarterback in the division. And with the possibility from the rumors we're hearing of Aaron Rodgers leaving uh, Green Bay, they could possibly have the best quarterback in the division. And that happened in one night. I think I had like a panic attack like I was so happy like I've been telling everybody on Twitter like all day that this was going to happen that they was going to get him. This night makes it feel all worth it. I don't know I just feel like we finally did it the Bears finally got their quarterback kind of speechless kind of elated and excited and we got him like that's so beautiful like I could have cried like I'm just super excited. I'm not really sure if we give up too much I don't really know but I also don't really care because this team has just been in need of a quarterback for so long. It's just nice to finally have something to cling on to as a Bears fan. And and I'm, I, the only words I can find to describe it are joy, man. Just just pure joy. Chris Fields was the one hit one day in college. Really been the man. Like, God, I can't wait to see him. That seems really crazy that that could happen. But hey, man, here we are. Let's take it, huh? I think it's just an exciting day. I don't know exactly how good the team is, or who's going to start, or what's going to happen with everything, but I think it's a time to celebrate, and I am, you know, I'm cloud nine. Super Bowl coming, baby. The excitement is real, and it should be. You know, this is not the Bears settling for some quarterback. How often have we seen this team settle for a quarterback? You know, they see, it feels like they settled for Andy Dalton. 
that's all that was left. Or that, and even though they say that's the quarterback that they wanted, and he was QB one that the Twitter account tweeted out, and he was gonna he's gonna be the week one starting quarterback. That's been the plan all along, and, and we'll see if that plan holds up. But you know, last off season felt like they kind of settled for Nick Foles when Tom Brady and all those other different quarterbacks were available. And again, it's not important whether they had a shot at Tom Brady or whatever. They've always felt like they've just sort of taken what they could get. You know, even Mitch, they had their choice of any quarterback, and clearly that was the one they wanted. But, you know, we can play the hindsight game 2020, but I, you know, I was a Deshaun Watson guy. I still thought Trubisky was going to be a good pick. I think a lot of us thought Trubisky was going to be a better pick than he was. But something just feels different with Fields, where it feels like the Bears got something they weren't supposed to, or they got something that everybody wanted. Like, they were the lucky ones, that they were the ones that got the steal. They were the ones, it was like it was like the Bears made a move that wasn't publicly nationally ridiculed, specifically at the quarterback spot. Like for the first time, it was like, holy crap, everyone agrees that the Chicago Bears made a smart move at quarterback. It's just, there's something that's so relieving about that feeling of like, looking around like we, like we did it, like, Holy crap, like, <laughs> we, we figured it out. Like, somehow Ryan Pace aligned with what Bears fans and the people wanted. And there doesn't have to be this friction between, you know, did they make the right move? Well, I would have done something different. It's like everything is in one place. The question becomes how they start to handle this with, with Andy Dalton. I would imagine the plan will be, and we'll hear from Ryan Pace soon, you know, start Andy Dalton week one. Bring Justin Fields along as slowly as you can, but eventually something's going to give and you're going to want to get Justin Fields on the field sooner rather than later. But I'm I'm on board with giving him some time on the bench. And once Andy Dalton is no longer your best quarterback option, that's when you get Fields out there and you really see what the rookie can do. And I imagine he's going to be able to do a lot. And it's, it's going to be really exciting when he does finally see the field. And it's going to be kind of a burden on Andy Dalton as well to you know to ha- have that breathing down his neck. He's kind of in that Mike Glennon role, but we remember with Mike Glennon where he only made it four games, and that was probably sooner than the Bears wanted to at that time, and they got to be holding out hope that Dalton can at least get, you know, half a season, three-quarters of a season before you get fields out there. Again, I think the more the better. I also want to give a shout-out to all you podcast listeners out there, and, and that montage of voicemail clips we got we had people calling in from Arkansas Indiana Alabama of course the south side of Chicago and I think some some of different suburbs and different areas around Illinois but man we got listeners all over the country we got Bears fans all over the country excited for Justin Fields and that's the type of impact a pick like this can have and it's great that Justin Fields is Really easy to root for. He seems like a good kid. He's got a good head on his shoulders. And when you hear him in his post-draft media Zoom call, I think you'll start to fall in love a little bit, too. That's next on Locked On Justin Fields. Without a doubt, Built Bars are the Justin Fields of the protein bar industry. They taste delicious. They're the best-tasting protein bars ever. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They're all low sugar, low calories, high fiber, and high protein. They come in 18 amazing flavors. My personal favorites, caramel brownie, 
raspberry has been a new one in my rotation, as well as coconut and cookies and cream. And when they have the best of the best coconut brownie chunk, that flavor is undefeated. That's truly QB1 face of the franchise flavor of Built Bars. They really do taste like candy bars. It sounds too good to be true, but we thought drafting Justin Fields to Chicago was going to be too good to be true, and crazier things have happened. Go to BuiltBar.com and use our promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. We didn't get to hear from Ryan Pace immediately after drafting Justin Fields. He did hold a late, late night post-pick press conference, but we're calling that one after airtime for us here on the Lockdown Bears podcast. We'll get to those comments in the near future. But we did get to hear from Justin Fields right after the Bears made that selection. And clearly a quarterback that's easy to like. Clearly a city that's excited to welcome him here, a team that's excited for that kind of hope and optimism at quarterback. I saw even during the broadcast of the White Sox game that fans kind of randomly started cheering in the middle of one of the innings, and even the announcers, you know, they cut to some fans in the stands, you know, looking at their phones and then cheering and high-fiving. The announcers were like, well, I don't think they're cheering about that last pitch. (laughs) They're cheering about Justin Fields now being a member of the Chicago Bears. But we did did get to hear from him, and he shared some of his thoughts about how the draft process went for him, some of the relationship he was building with Matt Nagy along the way, and what he's looking forward to as now the Chicago Bears quarterback of the future. I think the kind of player the Bears are getting is a, you know, uh, a versatile player, a player that can, you know, make plays both with my arm and also with my legs. And of course, a, a smart player, a player that's going to make smart decisions and a player that, you know, that wants to win, that's willing to do whatever, you know, uh, to win. So um, that's, that's of course, my number one job, um, uh, however that may be, um, whether, you know, whatever, whatever my position may be on the team. But um, my, my number one strength, I would just say um, my, my overall not, not even my, my overall, but, but just, you know, showing, showing up in big moments. I, I feel like uh, when, when, when big moments present themselves, I feel like, you know, there's just a, another thing that kick, kicks inside of me. But just, just, just you know, I think capitalizing in, in, in big moments and, of course, you know, uh, you know, playing well on big stages, I think that's definitely one of my strengths for sure. Coach, Coach Nagy called me up and uh, just, just, just asked me if I was ready to be a Chicago Bear, and I told him, of course, I mean um, – so, of course, the, the, the phone call went well. You know, Coach Nagy's a great coach. He's a, a great person. I got to, you know, build a sort of a relationship, you know, with him, you know, these, these past couple of months. But, you know, just, just talking with him a little bit, you know, getting to know, know him. And then, of course, um, going back to hints, um, I don't think I had, you know, any hints. I had no idea, to be honest with you. So, um, I, was, I, I was confident, you know, in myself, um, I guess, to where, wherever I ended up, I was going to, you know, be in the right place for me so again again I'm excited I've gone through situations where I haven't been chosen and you know I think the world has seen the outcome of that but um you know my, my goal is now is not to worry about those teams I mean those teams have nothing to do with me uh, my, my goal is to you know if we play that team to uh you know beat them so uh, I'm, not, I'm not worried about you know the draft the, the draft is over for me for me personally I'm ready to get to work Justin Fields is ready to get to work, and so are we. I mean, we're excited for Justin Fields to get to work. We're excited for this Bears team to come together 
with that quarterback of the future. But they still need to build around him. They still need to add more, and they've got both their second and third round picks still available to them. That's one of the benefits of that draft trade that they made, giving up the future first round pick. They can still add two more impact players this year. Obviously, it's not great to not have a first round pick next year, but it's totally worth it if Justin Fields pans out as a quarterback, and you'll still have second and third round picks then. So you can even trade down here in the second or third round, try and pick up, you know, maybe a fourth round pick to add some more depth in this draft class. Cause you, you know, you still have a crap ton of six round picks that so you don't necessarily need all four of those. So you could maybe, you know, trade up a few spots here and there. There's, there's some different flexibility there. And as I look at some of the best players still on the board, a lot of depth still on the offensive line and an offensive tackle to start this second round. We'll see who lasts by the time you get to the Bears pick, but Walker Little from Stanford, the tackle, Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State, a pick sometimes regularly mocked to the Chicago Bears at 20, still on the board here. Uh, Dylan Raddins from North Dakota State, another starting caliber offensive tackle. Samuel Cosme from Texas. You can go down a little bit and still see Liam Eichenberg from Notre Dame, Jackson Carmen from Clemson. The Bears can still get a starting right tackle even most likely if they stay where they are in the second round. There's still some good interior offensive linemen as well. Some wide receiver depth. Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. Terrence Marshall from LSU. Rondale Moore from Purdue. Another sort of explosive type underneath player. Dimey Brown from North Carolina. More of a vertical type guy. The Bears still have some really good options at their positions of need. Even even some cornerbacks in there too, Asante Samuel Jr. We don't have to go through every single player still on the board, but a good spot for the Bears to be in after the first round, not only getting their quarterback, but still having opportunities to add those impact players at positions of need and not having to worry about Davis Mills or Kellen Mond or Kyle Trask or any of those guys that you just weren't really going to be happy with in any sense of the word. So it is a great time to be a Chicago Bears fan. I hope you are as excited about this as I am, and I hope you'll keep following along with all of our post-draft coverage right here on Locked on Justin Fields. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast to keep up with all of our daily, in-depth Justin Fields news and analysis. Of course, we'll break down all of the Bears' remaining draft picks, and then we'll start going really deep on each of these players will be joined by our friends from Locked On Buckeyes, the Ohio State Buckeyes, next week to kind of go through Justin Fields' career. We'll get some of our other experts on some of these other Bears draft picks. And, of course, undrafted free agents are coming as well. And then we've got a whole offseason of getting ready for 2021. So it's a fun time. It's Christmas in April right now for Bears fans. Enjoy it. Enjoy your weekend. And I think now is perhaps the easiest it's been in months to bear down.